You there, boy. What, what day is it? <laughs> you there, you there, boy. On the on the streets of London. What day is it? Well, well, uh, young lady, it's Christmas Day. It is. Christmas Day. Then there's still time. <laughs> and then I, I run downstairs and um, uh, slip on the ground, slip on the icy ground, and break my uh, shoulders. Welcome to the Age of Pods, the um, Sufjan Stevens podcast for um, for you and me. I'm Jan Sanford. My name is Jan Champion. And my name is Janusz Kapuwani. Uh, this is episode two. We did it. We did it, people. We finally did it. Just in time for Christmas. Yeah, it's 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 literally Christmas Day today on the 27th of December. Mm-hmm. That's when, that's when Christmas is, right? Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, Christmas Day for Australians because they're a day... <laughs> They're a day after. That's right. They're a day after, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know who I hate? Um, people who want to go to Australia or New Zealand. Mm. Because it's like, I feel like, and I don't know, I hope, Jen, you're not one of them, but I don't think so. It's like, oh, you want a whole different country, but with the same culture and mostly white people? Okay, go on your voyage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah. that, and it's also yeah, kind no, of like, that's... like here in Germany at least, it was it was a thing uh, of people who went to Australia or New Zealand after their um, abitur, after their graduation. Yeah, and they they were all insufferable. Yes, and it's also like kind of if you if you're gonna be going off about how you went to Australia for a, you know six months after your graduation. You're, you're, you're just going to show off that you're rich. Basically. I can't judge because I did go to Ireland after I graduated high school and it changed my life. So, like, <laughs> maybe but I Ireland, am this that's, person. that's cool. Like, let's talk about that. Ireland was dope. Yeah. Ireland, a lot of... It was also pretty similar to the Pacific Northwest climate-wise. Okay. So I didn't have to adjust that much. But, like, you... How do you re- recall why why Ireland... Uh, it was a choir trip, and we, um, we performed in, like, a bunch of, um, what is, uh, cathedrals. That's sick. Really old buildings. Did you meet Bono? I did meet Bono, yeah. No, I got Mono. Uh, really sleepy, (laughs) and, um, low on vitamins. I don't know what Mono is, (laughs) if I'm honest. He has, like, he has, like, a normal name, too, I think. I think it's like Paul or something. No, it's uh, the, his oh, no. Full, full name is Bon Iver, but he shortened oh. it to Bono. <laughs> Janusz, have you ever been to Ireland? So I have I, never been to Ireland. I, I need to close this vacation chapter for me somehow. Me neither. <laughs> but I would go to Ireland. I wouldn't go to New Zealand. I did spend a year on the Faroe Islands. 
uh, right, not after graduation, but between tenth and eleventh grade. Weird thing about you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like I was like, because I could have gone to, you know, America, Canada, or whatever, or Australia, but I had to be a uh, weird hipster about it and go to to an Atlantic island. With what like, country is that on again? Denmark. Denmark. And it's like um, Faroe Islands. Let me look it up. It has uh, a population of 49,290 people. And the city I lived in had, I think, like 200 people in it or something. Faroe, let my people go. <laughs> transition <laughs> to the Bible, transition to Sufjan Stevens. They gave this dude a whole island? Come on. <laughs> Give me a, a break a over here. <laughs> so we left off at, uh, at the Torch song. The Torch song. And ah. now Icon. the next one starts with uh, an instrumental version of Okamo Kama Manuel. Oh, you already did this one, Sufjan. Yeah. yeah, the doubles are weird. He does it again at disc 5. True. At this point, Emmanuel is like common, you know. He's like yeah. on his fucking way. It's like maybe he, uh, he he like uses it, you know, like the, those TV bumper things. <laughs> what? When there's a when there's a wipe and it says I don't know, let's go to commercials or something. <laughs> holy, holy, holy! The let's go to commercials of Fian Stevens. Yeah, that makes sense. But then he comes back with one of the best song titles, which is Come On, Let's Boogie to the Elf Dance. Come on, let's boogie to the elf dance, though. I love that song. I, fuck, I heard it like a second ago, and I forgot which one It's the one that goes like, Santa Claus is coming, hear the banjo strumming. Uh Uh-huh. Is that the one where you go, C-H-R-I-S? No, that's Get Behind Me, Santa. Yeah, yeah, I know that one, but... It's the... Tie up your boots, jump up the ladder, pack up Tie your clothes. Up your boots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean flawless yeah, yeah. song. Like songwriting impeccable. One out of one, you, definitely. Good thing you can't. You cannot peck the songwriting. Yeah, 100. no matter how you try. And I, I have to say though, I've like been listening to uh, these songs in a row right now, and like a lot of them are like sad, sad bummer, bummer songs, and they made me sad. <laughs> Yeah, true. And it's like this one has uh, that was the worst Christmas ever, which is uh huh, which is Casimir Podlaski um, like yeah. draft. It's about how holidays can be tough. That they can be. Nobody knows this reference, but it's true. Holidays can be tough, though. And it really it it's super like th- this bummed out feeling that I got like listening to it reminded me that I had like that f- one. I was much sadder in the past, mm-hmm. which is like on one hand, like good thing to like realize that you're better now, and and on the other hand, I was I I can't really put myself in that space anymore where I would like on my own go out and like turn on Sister Winter to make myself miserable. What the fuck, you know? I like I also uh, listen to like th- almost all of these uh, three. CDs that we're hopefully going to talk about today. Yes. Um, and like previously, I never uh, voluntarily listened to 
Sister Winter because it was like you know, it wasn't the mood I wanted to be in. It wasn't it wasn't as fun as come on, let's boogie to the elf dance or get behind me Santa. Yeah. But but this time I really liked it and I didn't even perceive it as that sad. I don't know, maybe I was just in a better mood in general. But uh mm-hmm. this, this was uh like I always knew that Sister Winter was one of the like objectively best songs of the album, but I never uh, seeked it out. But this time, like, I really felt it. That's the thing about a lot of Sufjan music for me is that it doesn't make me feel sad. It just makes me feel. Yeah. Mm. You know. Same thing, though. Same thing. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> like I'm joking, but it is like. Well, like it, yeah, it is, and it it can help, like. I feel like sad music, listening to sad music when you're sad, or listening to sad music to make you sad, it's like it helps. It helps you like realize an emotion. That's you true. Know? Yeah, I'm like I'm like at I, I'm at the following point in my life. See, <laughs> I've had like a I've had like like just let's just say I've had a sad teenage years mm-hmm. and transitioned into like existential kind of young adulthood, whatever. And at a specific point, I was like, "Okay, um, I'm I'm not I'm not fine with this identity anymore. I will not be like defined uh, by by sadness and tragedy." And I'm making like a conscious decision to just step away from sadness. And like one of those conscious moves was like to stop listening to Sufjan Stevens and start listening to Drake. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> And then also like to um, to uh, not read my mental health as as like a narrative thing, like in a psychoanalysis way. Like I am sad because of this, and to treat That's my huge. yeah, and to treat my um, my body like just as a manageable thing. Like I have this sadness. Oh, maybe I've spent too much time with people. Maybe I need magnesium. You know, stuff like mm. that. Yeah, I think I've kind of come around or come back to Sufjan in a different way like recently and by recently I mean like in the past one or two months like it it used to be that thing of um, you know listen to Casimir Pulaski Day and feel really sad mm-hmm. you know but but now it's more like I more like feel the beauty I guess of it mm-hmm. or like yeah. I, I, I don't feel that sad about um I still don't listen to Carrie and Lowell oh, because yeah. that's that's too much. Uh-huh. But I can I can like listen to Illinois and just really uh, feel how great the the melodies and vocal layerings are and just um, appreciate the sadness, but uh, not let it get to me that much. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I do have that. I'm also in that position sometimes, but it was just that today that this really like t- uh, took me back to that old place in a yucky way. Damn, who would have thought? Let's boogie to the elf dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sparked this discussion of <laughs> trauma and uh, how we process emotions. <laughs> well, after let's boogie to the elf dance, we have we three kings. So this one's about the three kings again. I guess we talked about them last episode. Yeah, gold, frankincense, myrrh. The the, the classic, the, the three. classics. They, the they never get old. Like if I if I get because today is Christmas Day, um, if I get gold and 
myrrh and uh, a Steam <laughs> a Steam gift card. Then I'm I'd be happy with those gifts. Like they, I guess I guess you can always give those to people. Is the lesson of the story? Yeah. Even if it's a newborn child who doesn't know how to play video games yet. <laughs> Isn't myrrh like a? It's like a funeral thing, right? <laughs> I have so no like idea. Death no, you, you're thinking about mud, Jan. You put the people <laughs> in mud. I am thinking about mud. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always thought myrrh is just like a smelly candle. Yeah, they got they got him a Yankee like candle. Those, like those scented candles. Ooh, it smells like vanilla and nothing else. Yes. Uh, oh, Holy Night is the next one. Um, I really like this one on Realism. Like Verified I, banger. I never sought a... this one out, but uh, maybe I was just like in a in a good mood for this listen, but I really appreciated some songs that I don't usually seek out, and this was one of those. It's the only Christmas carol uh, that has a drop, so, like, big support. <laughs> Where's the drop? When he goes, like, Fall on your knees not in this song in this recording specifically but like as a song itself okay divine night when I can see that born. yeah yeah I don't know there's not that much to say about this one uh, no me neither the next one is like kind of what we've just touched about and that was the worst Christmas ever it's really like mark. it's almost uh, Casimir Pulaski right yeah it has like this is this, this is again the Sufjan thing that it has that Illinois style title yeah this is what I was hey call back to the last episode hope you listened mm-hmm. uh, this is when I abruptly stopped talking about something <laughs> and I yeah this is what I was talking about the it's this song about a really like you know a traumatic you know painful experience but it has this hokey title like it's a fucking yeah. uh national lampoon short story <laughs> that was the worst christmas ever you know i'm like i'm so i i need to keep talking about like my becoming and stuff because this <clears throat> is the mood that Go i'm in it, yeah but <laughs> i'm like i'm like so happy to not deal with like family conflicts right now it's like also I made also made a conscious decision to not um, spend Christmas with family anymore, mm-hmm. for the obvious reasons that like a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. And when I now look at those lyrics and like our father yells and my sister runs away, I'm like I'm so happy and relieved <laughs> like that I'm yeah. out of this. Wow. I uh, also didn't like this was because I have divorced parents right. and. Uh, one half of them lives in Hungary and the other half in Germany. So it's a real pain in, like, besides, besides, you know, other things, uh, of me not really getting along with my dad and, uh, huge chunks of my family, there's also just the hassle of, or, you know, the annoyance of having to travel 800 kilometers. Oh, yeah. I can see that as well. Did you did um, you do it this year? I didn't do it this year. That was what yeah. I was what I was about to say. Like this is the first time I didn't spend Christmas like half of it in Germany and half in Hungary or both in Hungary but in different parts of my family. Mm. So it was, you know, it did suck to 
tell it to my uh, dad's part of the family that I'm not going uh, to Hungary this time and they were they didn't take it well Ugh. but on the other hand like you know fuck them like, yeah don't. <laughs> yeah because because they do this thing of um of just expecting of you to come visit them and if you don't they're gonna act real uh upset but they're not gonna like even if I go, they're just gonna complain about how I only stay for three days. Yeah, what are they? Only stay do? for a week, or only for two weeks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> However long I'm gonna stay, they're just gonna complain about how it's not enough, or how I don't spend enough time while I'm there with them. So, uh, not gonna make them happy either way. I did spend uh, Christmas with my family this year, and it was like weirdly fine. Huh. Um, my my parents are divorced, but they're still, like, not friends, but they still, like, live in the same uh, state. Um, so, with Christmas, it's sort of, like, an opportunity for everybody to, like, catch up. And we're all just, like, chilling. Yeah. And so it was remarkably fine. Um, but this song does, like, definitely bring back memories of Christmases where... It wasn't fine. Yeah. yeah. But I think I, I really like this about uh, about the Sufjan albums. That it it doesn't... Because, you know, like a lot of normal or co- the, the commercially successful Christmas music is all about how it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. You have to be happy as Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. All, all I want for Christmas is you. Um, so it's it's all just about the... With the exception of last Christmas. Yeah, I was just going to bring up last Christmas. <laughs> but last Christmas is is weirdly like barely a Christmas song. It's, to, to me, that more, true, huh? more feels like a love song that happens to occur on Christmas so you can maximize sales. But I like this about, uh, about this album, that uh, he doesn't shy away to like touch on on real relatable emotions that happen around Christmas time. It's not, you don't feel like you're listening to a lie about what Christmas is supposed to be and not the reality that you've experienced on Christmases in your life. True. Anyway, the next one is just called Ding Dong and it's just Ding an instrumental. <laughs> it's just some bells. By Sufjan oh, Stevens. Bing bong. But do we like the bells? How do y'all rate the bells? It's fine. It's bells, like it's, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't tell you bad bells from good bells. Yeah, there's like uh, in Hungary, one of the state radio stations always plays bells at the full hour, and then they're gonna <laughs> tell from which church it is, from which town in Hungary. Oh, okay. And I was always That's like. Fun. And I, I think, like, my grandpa or, like, someone from my family sometimes recognized them. Oh, yeah. It's like songs you hear a lot. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I never got the differences between uh, between the f- famous bells of the country. Well, you should stay longer in Hungary, Janos. I mean, we keep <laughs> telling you. <laughs> I have a nice nerd fact before we move on. A Ding Dong has the same harmonies as a Jupiter Winter. Huh. Hmm. That's cool. Do you think this was a callback? A, co- a future call. A call into the A, a call forward. A, a foreshadowing. That's what it's <laughs> yeah, called. That's what I mean. It was Chekhov's Bells. Mm. 
that's a that's a Game of Thrones, an accidental Game of Thrones joke for everyone who all you got fans out there who suffered through the bad show. <laughs> all the king's horns. Mm. This one's kind of weird because it says mm. they raised the dead. Oh, they do. Shit. Yeah. I'm a sucker for that. I'm a sucker for resurrection. Just a thing to know about me. Resurrection heads. Yes. <laughs> All my resurrecties out there. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag get wrecked. <laughs> real Easter hours here. No, but I want to get into the lyrics real quick because I, I think I didn't hear that. Let me Google. Yeah, it's like one mother rises pulling the sheets from the crib. All the disguises wandering stars what she did. All the king's horns, all the king's men settled and worn, raised the dead. Holy and infant, he came to raise up the dead. Yeah. The way Sufjan describes, like, um, I don't know, there's a certain quality to this that makes me think of, like, ritual magic. Yeah. Like, the just something about the descriptions and, like, the rhythm of it, um, which we'll probably get to more in, like, when we talk about Seven Swans. But that's just an interesting thing. I found is like it's very spiritual in that way yeah does that make sense because it's very like mystical in the second verse it says uh, wondering wise man what did you bring to his bed okay this is pretty normal up to this point then the next mm-hmm. couplet is shapeless surprises incense to bring to the dead that's what you've been saying though about myrrh yeah yeah murder Haha, <laughs> vine funny. Um, <laughs> uh, the, um. I, I also just really like the description shapeless surprises. That is good. That's a good line. And we got the friendly beasts. This is just some wholesome. Everybody loves friendly donkey. beasts. It's very good. I mean, I like it. I think we talked about it last week and y'all didn't like it, right? I was like lukewarm on it. Yeah. But uh, my sister really likes this one. Good. Um, we were listening to, we were listening to uh, some of the Christmas songs like the last few days. It's good. It's um, I like how how there's a bunch of uh, backup singers on this one or like guest mm-hmm. singers. I I think just people from his band at that time. From his commune. Uh one of them is Sharon Nova, who is apparently has an own project called My Brightest Diamond. I don't know them, but I know a that great project voice. is a good project. Yeah, she's the she's one of the like recognizable background singers or like second voice singers. She's on Illinois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was also on the tours. She's great. Shout out to My Brightest Diamond. Diamond. Yeah. Okay, so the next song, we're now on Joy, Songs for Christmas Volume 4, is The Little Drummer Boy. And you need to talk me out of thinking this is the worst song on (laughs) earth. Because it's... We're not gonna... So bad. I'm sorry. (laughs) We're we're all there with you. Okay. I... Before we recorded the last episode, I had like a long train ride... Where I listened to the, most of this, I was I was thinking, you know, Little Drama Boy. I don't like it, but like for the podcast, I'm gonna listen to it. I skipped it halfway through. Yeah. Um, now today I listened to all of this again, like just the uh, albums three to five. 
I almost got through all of Little Drama Boy, but then I, I saw that I still have like 30 seconds left. And I was like, okay, I can, I can skip That's just rest. a bridge too far. <laughs> and I think there's a really good episode of Punch Up, Punch Up the Jam. I think it's the first episode of Punch Up the Jam. Actually. About Little Drama Boy? Are you serious? About Little Drama Boy, yeah. Oh, I need to get back to that. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm at the Wikipedia, and this is like not from the 16th century. This is from this century. Yeah, this is why what it the sucks. Fuck? Wait, what? Yeah, it's, it's not old. It's like from the 50s. And it sounds like it's been like written by like, like by plague ridden, by plague ridden <laughs> monks. And as far as I remember, like I'm, I'm mostly gonna repeat points that I also make on the Punch Up the Jam episode. But like, yeah. I totally agree with them that one playing the drum is like out of all the instruments you could play, playing playing on the drum is the worst gift you could give. It's especially bad for a newborn child. <laughs> And then the drum playing isn't even like a sick drum solo. It's just param pa pam pam. <laughs> yeah, that's what they thought drums sounded like in the fifties. <laughs> Maybe that's what they did sound like. See, like before, see, this is what... <laughs> before fucking, before I don't know Keith Moon. <laughs> before they stole good music from black people. Yeah, exactly. Before before Led Zeppelin stole black music. Uh, this is what drumming sounded like. It's not even not even in the Bible. Not, <laughs> not at all. Like, write a song about the innkeeper, if anything, you know? I think that's the point of this song. That's, you know, the characters in the in the biblical story, or I guess this is what the pitch was, I, are not relatable enough. So yeah, we're going yeah, to have to self-insert. put in exactly a self-insert child character that the shitty children, shitty white rich family children listening to this in the 1950s are gonna be able to relate with. It's like the, it's like the girl, it's like the main girl from Cats. <laughs> the movie? Yeah, the movie. I saw Cats last night, by the way. How did you How like it? How was it? Great film. Great film. Loved it. I don't know why it was about cats. <laughs> It seems like they could have told the story about human beings. I've seen like one uh, 30 second clip that I had to watch over and over again in which um, there's there's bugs with human faces marching. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. Rebel <laughs> Wilson's character eats one of them. <laughs> she does. And then she, she unzips her fur mm-hmm. and takes it off. <laughs> And then there's, like, other fur below it. Mm. (laughs) And all of that in just 30 seconds. If the whole movie is like that. She does that multiple times throughout the film. Great. It's a joyride. It's cinema. So shout out to Sufjan for starting this CD out with uh, two of the shittiest Christmas songs. Yeah. Um, Away in the Manger is... so drag, it, which is it drags had what on. Silent Night had. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll say that. This is definitely like the the deepest point of this uh, of this collection of songs, like Little Drummer Boy and Away in a Manger. You know, it's it just doesn't give you anything. It's gonna be a real redemption story when we get to CD five, but at this point, you know, Sufjan, you're you're posting cringe. Might be posting cringe. 
Okay, let's just let's just move on to hey guys, it's Christmas time. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. It's, it's Christmas time. This is this song is okay. It's not my favorite. I think it's okay. I think it's very Sufjan Stevensy because um I want to talk about the lyrics a little bit like because of the line I might kiss you on the back of your neck. Okay, yeah, that's that's very. Because like I, I, it's what is happening? Are we are we having like some incest or or now? <laughs> oh no, no, okay. No, never mind. Uh, I, I take that back because uh, in the in the first line of that there's verse your it says, father. There is yeah. your father with his pipe and not our not, father with not his our pipe. Father. But this okay. is this is definitely like very Sufian like on uh there's a lot of stories in in his song that is like this kind of uh like this kind of Eroticism. sexuality i don't know yeah. yeah 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 like this not too frivolous just like kiss on the back of your neck yeah it's like yeah it's erotic in the way of like an old italian painting yeah you know of like two angels and then it's what's also interesting is that uh like it's it's all very uh It's like a positive Christmas song, like also with the melodies and shit. But then yeah. in, the, in the last verse, he's like, I think about how we could run away. Now that it's Christmas time. I don't know. Is that something? Yeah, that's like Beach Boys vibe. Yeah. I don't think it's uh, it's run away in a way that, um, shout out to the Mountain Goats, in a way that uh, protagonist of the song this year runs away from his stepfather and then comes back. You know, it's not it's not that kind of running away. I Are you think. sure? It might be, it might but be. it doesn't have to be. Yeah. The next one is the first Noel, which is an yes. instrumental, and then it's uh, "Did I make you cry on Christmas Day?" Well, you deserved it. This is a fun one. This is so good. I like hearing Sufjan be bitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm writing poems about you, and they're not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yeah, this is just this is just another one of those that isn't you know isn't the fun side of Christmas, but less dark than um, than that was the worst Christmas ever. Oh shit! My cat just entered the room. Oh, shout out to Jan's cat. Her name is also Janet. <laughs> That's sweet. Did who was named Janet first? Uh, the cat. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Once in Royal David City. So there's an instrumental of Once in Royal David City, which we've heard. Yeah, who cares? On an Come early on. album, but then it's Get Behind Me Santa, which is... Hell yeah. Yes. Definitely the, the funniest of the this songs. This is what we're all here for. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's so good. <laughs> like, if, if this isn't one of your favorites of the Sufjan Christmas songs, I don't know what to tell you. Definitely, yeah. The idea of when he calls Santa boy, that's yeah. my favorite. It's like this. It's it's like a. It's almost like an improv character, right? Like someone who sees Santa and doesn't know what he is, and is just like a wacky comedy of you're just someone breaking into people's garages, like your bad brother breaking into people's garages. <laughs> I also love the line because. Uh, Like with the syllable count and with the rhyme, it has to end at garage, and so he like swallows the the garage. It's uh, just it's just detail that I'm here for. <laughs> just a bad brother breaking into people's garage, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
that last syllable holding on for dear life (laughs) to the end of the phrase. Take it easy. What you got to be so absurd, you make it sound like Christmas is a four-letter word. (laughs) Bars, dude. (laughs) Yes. Also, this is the one that has C-H-R-I-S-T-M-A-S, which is so good. Iconic. It's like, I don't know, for like full 20 seconds, just spelling out Christmas. Like, this is, this is, this is the most joyful these, these albums can get. Yep. Which we need because we're gonna have the bummer tracks, like, in a bit. Like Jingle Bells. Like Jingle Bells, yeah. (laughs) Jingle Bells, ugh. Anyway, but then it's uh, Christmas in July. This is a fun one. I like the, uh, I, uh. I like that line, and I love my friends even when they fight. That's nice, yeah. That's a rarely explored thing in a lot of songs, at least that I've heard, is like having friends that fight, having that weird dynamic. But I love the, um, yeah. I love the beat. It's a beat, yeah. It's also like, can we just like appreciate for a second that that, like how, how much of a creativity peak Sufia must have had like around this time because I think this was ah, that's right. either the same year Illinois came out or like the year after yeah that's crazy that's true so like imagine putting out Illinois and then also like putting some of your best Christmas songs out the same year I think this is the point where we find out that uh, Sufia and Steve is like the, the best pop musician like since I don't know who was the best pop musician before that Prince <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Prince? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, probably... I don't know, it's, it's weird uh, to no. consider Sufjan a pop musician, but... Uh, I don't know what to say, like songwriter or like... Yeah. In, um, Here's a fun game you can play on Wikipedia, is um, if you find a really like obscure genre, like uh, a genre that just sounds very niche, mm-hmm. like um, Freak Frolk or, you know... Yeah. Uh, what was Anything. that? Progressive bluegrass. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's a 90% chance Sufjan will be in the listed artist. <laughs> ah, okay. For someone who is, or whose first successes were like in the sensitive acoustic singer-songwriter, but like in a good way, genre, he has, he has gone through like so many genres or... Uh, you know, his, he has such a wide uh, stylistic variety, I guess. He does it all, you know? he. I, I really like when artists, you know, try and get out of their comfort zones. Yeah. Try to do new shit, and he does. If all of his albums had sounded like, like Seven Swans, he would still have been, you know, successful and well-respected. Mm-hmm. That's why it's weird that, like, people... I feel like... It, like in pop culture, like the, the idea of Sufjan is that he's this, you know, like um, if you've seen Chris Fleming's uh, yeah. Sufjan gets startled by Kate Bush, that he's, I think people get their idea of Sufjan just from like Carrie and Lowell and yeah. the Call Me By Your Name songs and maybe Seven Swans or Illinois, which is, uh, it's, but it's weird. Like, you know, you try to try to put him into like one thing. Well, it's like Age of Oz doesn't sound like that. And, like, a lot of the other stuff he does doesn't sound like that. Yeah, absolutely. It's just weird the way we put artists into holes. I don't even think... I I haven't actually seen any of his... Like, I have never seen him live, but, like, from the 
from the videos I've seen, like his stage stage banter, he's I, I guess it's maybe also this that he has like kind of a shy personality. Uh, but then he does these, uh, like the both the Illinois shows and the Age of Art shows. Is having these very extravagant costumes and a PowerPoint presentation. I can't stress enough how in the middle of the Age of Art show he did a PowerPoint presentation about the uh, outsider artist that he dedicated this album to. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yes, I fuck with that. I think it's 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 one of the Illinois or from from the Illinois era. He did the Austin City Limits thing that is on YouTube, where he he says for one of the I think Detroit is the song the mm -hmm. Detroit song. He says I dedicate this song to uh, Jack White because he's from Detroit, and I'm also from Detroit, so I also dedicate this to myself. <laughs> King. Oh my god. It's yeah. iconic. Uh, Jupiter Winter. This is also it's a one weirdo. I kind of forget about because it's followed by Sister Winter, but it's really good. And it's funny because I've realized that I have this... this da, 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 come to us, come to us. It's like one of my all-time earworms that I have like that, that just pop out of nowhere that I think that I have in my head all the time. Mm. And when I listened to it just now, uh, I thought this has like also big Mothman vibes. I think pure Mothman. Oh yeah, in a in a way. <laughs> Let me think. Have I ever taken inspiration from this song? I guess so. I think. I don't know. It's something about <laughs> the instrumentation and the singing. I don't know. You probably took inspiration from Sufjan. Oh, blatantly. That's fair to yeah. say. No, for sure. What's the very long song you have? Save? Save, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely, yeah. The way it builds on itself is very, yeah, yeah. Uh, very Sufjan. It's very Impossible Soul or Christmas Unicorn or like whatever his yeah. build-up songs are. The next one is Sister Winter, which is... Just soul-crushing, just like crushing yourself, yeah. like just like with a, <laughs> I don't know, with a hammer. But but like also, oh yeah, this is, this is also one where he kisses someone's ankle. <laughs> <laughs> that old, that old, that old... How do you that say? old chestnut. Yeah, that old chestnut. But like, what I was gonna say is like, melodically and instrumentally, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, fucking top tier. It's definitely Sister Winter and Christmas Unicorns are sort of Christmas Unicorn. Um, is they're sort of like sister songs, mm -hmm. sister winter songs. That is, dare dare. Um, Damn. <laughs> In that they're both sort of the the emotional climax of the of the album, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then the climax of Sister Winter does change the song a whole lot because it's it it's becomes it becomes triumphant in an unexpected way in the very end. And he does it so well. Like that's yeah. that's one of my favorite things about Sufjan is how he's able to build on a song and change like his general mood, um, even though it's still like recognizably the same song it's almost like it's almost um it's very like classical music inspired mm -hmm. you know the the way they um a composer will like build on a theme and reincorporate it in different ways which is fair because Sufjan has written classical music he he has did he did he it. ever study that he must have taken some courses on that right 
Yeah, I don't think that just comes yeah. naturally. <laughs> like there, there must have been at least some YouTube tutorials on composition. <laughs> in the Can't <laughs> imagine. <laughs> I am reading his Wikipedia, but like. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to. He attended the Detroit Waldorf School, Petoskey High School, Interlingen Arts Academy. Okay, yeah, he went to an... Idol. The founder of the Waldorf School was an anti-Semite. Just putting that out there for all you people to know. I mean, it's probably not Sufjan's fault that he no, it's went not. to that school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say what he did in uh, college. He has a Master of Fine Arts, whatever that is. And fine his art is... That is undeniable. We're like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine art. <laughs> it's fine art, okay? It's fine. fine. <laughs> it's adequate. Adequate art. Uh, hey, did you did you miss the this character who appears in the next song, Emmanuel? Because he's coming back. <laughs> oh, he's coming. Because sure as fuck, Emmanuel gets, <laughs> gets another appearance. Fan favorite. Did we talk about who Emmanuel is? Did y'all explain to me who Emmanuel is? I think it's just another name for Jesus. Yeah, it's just Jesus. Hmm. Or Santa. It means something in some language. Yeah, it's probably like like the one chosen by God or something, no? I think it means God with it. Hebrew name which appears in the book of Isaiah is a sign that God will protect the house of David. Uh, the Gospel of Matthew interprets this as a prophecy of the birth of the Messiah and the fulfillment of the scripture in the person of Jesus. God is with us is what Emmanuel means. Ah, because El God, yeah, okay. That makes sense. Are you also at the Wikipedia page with the weird kid icon? That's a weird kid icon. (laughs) God, I didn't even look at the image. This is a creepy-ass looking. This is a creepy-ass image, but it's it's exactly the kind of shit I put up on my walls. I think I need to print this out. (laughs) And then the, the longest song, Star of Wonder, amazing song. It's a great song. Nobody's... Everyone loves this song. It's a, it's a tremendous song. Let me look up Star of... <laughs> like the that part where they just sing 50,000 times the, um, you know, chorus part or outro part with I, I see the stars coming down. It's just... I'm really feeling that. This is like another thing that Sufjan does so well is just repeating one verse... Mm. a lot but through but like building on it so much that it never becomes boring like he does it on Vesuvius he does it on Christmas Unicorn like I think like two thirds of Christmas Unicorn is just I'm a Christmas Unicorn find the Christmas Unicorn you're the Christmas Unicorn too it's alright I love you mm-hmm. it's like eight minutes of that 12 minute song and it never becomes boring yeah cause every you know just straight up a whole quote uh, steal a line from John Darnielle uh, when you say something twice you're not really saying the same thing the mm-hmm. second time you know yeah. singing again it's worth saying twice when according to genius.com they repeat I see the stars coming down there part ten times and then there's another outro which is the same thing just with a slightly different lyrics um i think this is like definitely one of the best songs honestly just musically i think so i mean it um yeah it definitely it has that build that keeps it uh keeps it from getting boring yeah for me it's sad sad bummer territory so i don't know <laughs> star of wonder too i think yeah. it's less it Less is a very of a sad bummer melody. than Sister Winter, I guess. It is, it is. But the melody just, I don't know. And because it's of so the, because of the, uh, this uh, outro 
thing. I think, you know, you get through the bummer part and then you get rewarded by this triumphant mm, melody at okay. the end. Okay. And this is, I, I guess this is Sufjan's trick. <laughs> <laughs> Clever little deceit. People, do you know this one song? This is my favorite song of uh, Elliot Smith, uh, Can't Make a Sound. Um, I don't know. Might have heard it, but... <laughs> okay, but you need to I'm check not... it out. Yeah? I'm not hugely familiar with uh, Mr. Smith. Oh, okay. I, I heard, like, a few songs, but... Okay, uh, then this is my, like, very strong recommendation to check mm-hmm. out uh, Can't Make a Sound. Because this is also so... that you, you go on such a journey. It's beautiful. And also, Elliot Smith is also, like, a fucking genius at instrumentation and arrangement. I mean, fair, yeah. That's cool. I'm gonna, I'll check that shit out. Elliot nice. Smith is, like, extremely good from what I've heard, but I haven't heard enough because um, Elliot Smith is more of that thing you talked about earlier. Of, mm, yeah, um, definitely. Too, too sad territory or too much of bum yeah. of Obama territory that I can't um, listen to too much of it at once. Or, uh, alternatively, the other trap I get into sometimes is that i just like one song so much that i'm just gonna listen to that one like i listen yeah. to um what's number two like mm-hmm. a lot of times in a row <laughs> and then yeah. i <laughs> then i forgot to listen to the rest of that album uh-huh yeah i was that way with uh this must be the place by talking heads oh yeah mm. that's a that was one. a banger it's I'm that way with uh a very different band, but like I'm that way with Ghost that um Yeah. I think Meliora is uh is an album that I can listen to all oh, of it. Okay. Easily. I thought you were talking about the song Ghost by Industrial Milkotas. No no, I mean I talk about the band Ghost, <laughs> but like their the album that they did after that, prequel, has um Dance Macabre, which is such a banger that every time I start to listen to the album, I get to that song, and then I'm just re-listening to that one. Hot take about Ghost. I don't think Square Hammer is that good. I'm not sure I can agree with you on that. It's, you know, it's not... I think it's deservedly, like, one of the songs they close out sets with, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, I think they always close out with Dance Macabre and uh, Square Hammer. Like, those two songs back-to-back. Because they're the crowd-pleasers. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, what what else are you going to do for a last song, you know? Because it's like... Mommy Dust, I don't know. Under the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You have, they have to... I think I think it's, uh, it's very good at being the stadium banger. Yeah, that's true. And it has that oh, thing yeah. where... Uh, Ghost to Me is the band that you can... You can put on on a road trip or something, or in a situation where... The f- your family is also there just make sure they don't happen to hear the lyrics yeah just <laughs> or just uh make it so they just hear some of the lyrics yeah they just don't just don't <laughs> so the, they just think it's... not the part where they say say are you ready to swear right here right now before the devil like cut down the part of the devil and then it's and or then just it's make good. it yeah are you ready to swear right here, right now, before the Lord? <laughs> uh, so my 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 other favorite is not to talk about Ghost too much, but on um on Kiss the Goat, where where he just goes Satan, Lucifer. <laughs> That's good. That's iconic. Honestly. So, Ghosts for for the uninitiated is a band. 
an indie band or it's a, a Swedish um, I guess heavy metal band oh it's real it's heavy metal I didn't know y'all were but like that. like a classical type of or classic type of heavy metal like they sound more like, more like yeah it's more melodic yeah. metal it's not right. there's no screaming in it vocals and uh, yeah. there's there's like one famous reddit post about I ch- or I don't know Tumblr post or something about I checked out Ghost and this sounds like Scooby Doo Chase music <laughs> I need it's to not check wrong. it out anyway there's two more songs and then we're done holy 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 I don't remember this one very much I mean we're back to the we're back to the big three this is True. a theological debate podcast yeah we have had no theological debate yet. We need to get onto that quickly. <laughs> yeah, true. Like this, this recording session have been has been more of um, talking about actual personal stuff instead of instead of the Bible, which I think is a is a crime. Instead of our personal relation to Jesus. Yeah. Am I right, folks? <laughs> Which I, which sounds so like this is like one of those phrases like evangelicals use that has lo- like lost all meaning, I think. The personal the relationship personal? to Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Depeche Mode song. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, holy, holy, holy! Yeah, this one has been on the album earlier as an inst- instrumental. This time, he's actually singing it. It's quite nice, I think. God in three persons, blessed trinity. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, baby, that's what I'm looking for, you know? Yeah, it's, you know, trinity. Trinity, all three. All three of them, but it's just one. I fired all my trinity material last episode. Yeah. I can't add anything. <laughs> what if there was a fourth? <laughs> okay, <laughs> now we're talking. Okay. <laughs> now we're... Maybe, maybe there was one and they, they quit. Before they got famous. For personal <laughs> reasons. Because they wanted to, t- to spend more time with their family. The Sid, the Sid Barrett of the of the Trinity. Yeah. Another Pink Floyd reference for all my... What's up, boomers? <laughs> I hear you. I've never listened to their uh, pre-Dark uh, Side of the Moon materia, to be honest. Piper, of the Gates, Piper at the Gates of Dawn is pretty cool. Yeah, that's the one that people like. Of the Sid Barrett era, but you know, I, I was I was trying to get into Pink Floyd because I thought I am gonna be like a, I don't know I was that um, I I had a phase of remember when music music used to be good. Oh, interesting. When I was like fourteen, <laughs> fifteen. Oh yeah, everyone has that. Before I before I got into Nutria Milk Hotel, and then by extension the Mountain Goats and Sufjan and all that other thing, other stuff. And at that point, I was. I was gonna, you know, get really into Dark Side of the Moon and, you know, Pink Floyd, and I didn't. And, uh, you know, I, I still don't really feel Dark Side of the Moon that much. I can listen to Wish You Were Here. I think that's uh, that's an album I enjoy more. Shine on You Crazy Diamond is a really good song. Yeah, Dark Side of the Moon is overrated. Yeah. It's still, it's still good, but it's, like, it's not, you know... And it's good, but, like, I can't hear Money anymore. Yeah, Money's, like, whatever. Yeah. I think Brain Damage is a good song. Yeah, what's a good song? Brain Damage by Eminem from his Slim Shady uh, LP. (laughs) You know that one? Fellow Zoomers. You know Zoomers? You're all into Eminem. I'm sure it has held up great. 
Yeah, it's it. Yeah, like Eminem. That's really like some of the stuff that I was like vibing with heavily in my youth. That just does not hold up. Like just not one bit. <laughs> like all this like emotional connection I had to like all these tracks. It's like no, mm. no, I was dumb. Were you ever into South Park? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Because uh, to me, to me, it's like kind of the same. Mm, yeah, yeah, I can see that. There was definitely a time in my life. Sort of similar to you with Pink Floyd, it was like I wanted to be into South Park, but I wasn't. I guess it was same to me. Like I, I was a bit too late for it, um, so I pretended to uh, to say it. South Park is like uh, is like extremely good political commentary. It's it's you know it's real deep. Yeah. But also funny in how they make fun of everyone. But it was—I think I was already—it was already too late for me at that point, like to to actually get into it. So you know, I just said that the Scientology episode is really good. How it takes down Scientology. Yeah, that'll sh that'll show them. <laughs> and it did. They got owned with facts and logic. Yeah. That's true. Remember how they made an, the whole episode about how Al Gore only cares about climate change because he doesn't have friends? <laughs> yeah, that was I, a I remember that. extremely dumb premise. And yeah, and they're probably really ashamed of that episode right now. Sure. Oh, <laughs> Didn't they do a... They did like a correction, I think. They did like, like a sequel to it where they were like, oh, it was actually... Please don't cancel us, even though we have every reason to be canceled. Are no, they, like, um, literally libertarians? I think, didn't Matt Stone vote for Mitt Romney? Or did I, I just make out. that up? I think he said he would vote for a Mormon. Okay. <laughs> the Winter Solstice. It's an instrumental. Yeah, it's an instrumental. It's, it's as Sufjan Stevens as fuck. It's like, it, it has, like, those... It's, like, really Sufjan Stevens. You know what I mean? The doodlulus? I yeah, do know what yeah, you the mean. The Yeah. That classic Sufjan widdly woobling. Sufjan noodling, yeah. Um, and we've, we've, we've gotten through songs for Christmas. Yay! Okay, Yay. what's next? What's on next week's episode? Do, do, we, do we have any conclusive thoughts or anything? No, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> good music. <laughs> it's oh, good. We have to do the second. It's we have good, to do silver. It's a good album. It's good, everyone. Oh no, we do silver and gold. We just do it next winter, right? Let's just do it next next Christmas. Yeah, if we're still yeah. alive by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, songs for Christmas. It's you know, it's like it's like it's like taking a taking a bath, nice warm bath. Yeah. Sink down into it. You know, it's like a blanket. Sit. Yeah, I think you should have put the song "O Come O Come Emmanuel" on it a couple of more <laughs> times because I don't yeah, know, it's I... really crying out for some. Uh... <gasps> I wish it was on every CD. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we gotten some closure on on that, or maybe that's the cliffhanger. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, did he come? Yeah, he asked for him to come. Yeah, there, he needs to do a sequel at one point. Like, if he if he does a third uh, Christmas album at one point, which I don't think he's... I don't think he will. But who knows? You know, anything could happen. He's here, he's here, Emmanuel. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, hi, Emmanuel. <laughs> it's good to catch up 
How have you been lately? <laughs> and then it's like it becomes like it becomes like more intense. Like then the next song is like, oh fuck, Emmanuel won't leave. <laughs> oh come, Emmanuel, let it go. Yeah. Go home, go home, Emmanuel. <laughs> it's late and I have work in the morning. <laughs> Honestly, thank you, thank you, Sufyan, for this gift. Of thank course, you, Sufyan. Thank you, Sufyan. I think not, not enough people are saying this, but um, he's done a good job making Christmas albums. Yeah, he he really took it seriously and like, well, to varying degrees, but like, actually made it like good and put you know, put creative thought into different ways to express Christmas. 100. So, what's next? So, do we do Michigan, or do we do Seven Swans, or do nah, we, we do Illinois? No, we need Illinois? to start with A Sun Came. Nobody forces us. Nobody forces our hand. I want to. <laughs> okay. I think we should do A Sun Came. Okay. At, at, at some point. Let's do, let's do A Sun Came next. Because I have never heard A Sun Came. Oh, okay. I have never heard A Sun Came or the rabbit one, which I have no idea how we, as far as I know, Enjoy Your Rabbit is, a, is an instrumental album. I think so. So I have no idea how we're going to talk about that one. Uh, but I mean, it's an hour and 20 minutes long. It's got to have some content, yeah. you know. It's an hour and 20 Jesus. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so a sun came is also 72 minutes. Um, are we going to... Because I think... By the time we get to Michigan, the latest, we need to, like, slow down and take some more time with these songs, because I think there's a lot of meat on them. Um, definitely on Seven Swans. Yeah. Like, I don't even mind if we just do, when we do Seven Swans, if we just do, like, three or four songs per episode. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about songs for Christmas is that a lot of them we can just say like, oh, it's this song, and people know like, yeah. oh, I know, oh, ain't a major, I know. Yeah, we don't, have, we to don't have to do a whole episode about the Jingle Bells instrumental. Right. We could. I can't <laughs> wait until uh, like five years from now when we're <laughs> successful on like a McElroy level, and we're yeah. like, damn it, we used up all the songs on Songs for Christmas, we blew through them all. <laughs> We're doing like three hours, like Joe Rogan length podcast. Yeah, on fucking, yeah, we're remaking the first on... two episodes, but this time they're long. Uh, so, do we want to do all of a Sun Came next episode, or like half of it? It's like honestly, I minutes, think so. I've listened to a Sun Came maybe two times. Okay, and I mean, it's still like I think it's like still like I mean, it's his first album, and it's he's still like evolving and finding out what's cool to him. Like in my um, Memory, it has, like, two catchy songs. I don't know. Well, I, I haven't listened to it in a fat minute, so I'll probably... Once I listen to it again, I'll have an idea of, like, how much content we can yeah, wring out sure. of it. We'll figure it out. Right, right, right. Okay. Stay tuned for The Age of Odds presents A Sun Came. And as always, keep it Emmanuel. Keep it Emmanuel, everybody. Keep it E-manual. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
son playing for the king playing for the title i'm surprised you didn't hear this in the bible i'm so tight i might go psycho christmas time so here's a recital i'm so bad like michael i know i'm still young but i go i go stupid stupid love like cupid i'm the drummer boy so dope, dope.